Welcome back to the Friar Talk podcast and YouTube channel. Today, we're going to be talking about Blake Snell. Now, the man has been on absolute fire as of late. However, in his last four, he is one in three. So we're going to talk a little bit about him um, and then a little bit about, you know, the lack of support around him in his starts. Uh, but before we get into Blake Snell, I, I just want to say early on this, I all three of us were very skeptical of the of the hype after, you know, the first two months of, of watching Blake Snell. Um, I never felt like Blake Snell was like a guy that was going to fall out of the rotation or anything like that. He had, you know, he was struggling and it was pretty clear it wasn't, he wasn't his normal self. But as the year has gone on and looking at what we've seen in this recent stretch, you can see why there was so much hype over this offseason acquisition. I feel like this is like the first time in the year where the, the Rays side of the trade doesn't feel like it's like the better side, which is cool. I mean, that's, that's amazing. I'm super happy that's the case. But, I mean, this dude was was definitely struggling a lot early on. He was still putting up a lot of solid starts. I felt like most of the time he was doing a better job than a lot of the other pitchers on the staff, or at least to the extent that they have of keeping the Padres in the game. Now, the big issue was that he was keeping them in the game, but he's going four or five innings consistently. So that's, you know, that's where the issues are there. Um, but Isaac, what's your thoughts on Blake Snell and has been performing as of late? This Blake Snell is definitely worth what we gave up to get him. Uh, it feels like all year, you know, you Darvish was our 100%, you know, the guy that he would go out there at the beginning of the year and he, we would probably all think guaranteed W. Um, he hasn't been that lately. Blake Snell has become that, in my opinion. He, I mean, this is the first time I can really say, like, damn, it feels like we have a top five pitcher in baseball, which I'm sure when when we acquired Darvish, Snell, Musgrove, all those guys, we expected to have at least one guy in the top five, top ten range. And over his past four starts, Blake Snell has actually been the best pitcher in baseball. Um, In that Angel start, unfortunately, it was just bad luck, you know, give up one hit, but of course it's, in a timely hitting situation, props to Joe Adele for coming in through in that kind of situation. That's kind of where the Padres haven't been coming through. Um, so Blake Snell's looked fantastic. His changeup is still in timeout right now. So I mean, I don't know if I don't know if that's going to come back considering how well he's pitching. But right now, the fastball looks good. He was pumping it at 97 yesterday. Um, the slider looks fantastic. He keeps getting people down and in with his slider against righties. And his curveball, I think he's starting to mix it in a little more. I saw yesterday he was throwing it at 9%. It definitely seemed like he was throwing a little more yesterday. So everything right now is flowing for him. Month of August, he was probably the best pitcher in the bigs. And if he had if he had this kind of year all year, maybe not all year, but, you know, had some inconsistencies here and there, but he was at around like a 2-5 ERA kind of thing, which I think his past four is around a .71. That'd be the guy that, you know, we're all ecstatic to have right now. I think the biggest thing to take away of this is when did he start doing good? Right after Larry Rothschild left. It's like a direct correlation. Snell has been absolutely fantastic ever since Larry Rothschild left. Like, top of the world, best pitcher in the MLB's last four starts. And you know what? He has nothing to show for it. He's one in three. The Padres can't hit behind him. Yesterday was they had four hits. And you know what? You could probably look at it the game and be like, you know what? Some of those balls were hit really hard and just didn't go anywhere. 
Like yesterday, I thought Myers hit a home run, but it died at the warning track. I mean, it died. Like they just had a lot of bad luck. And then in the seventh inning, you know, Blake Snow walked a couple guys, and then you know what? Angels finally got a hit and some timely hitting. But you should you shouldn't lose a game where the other team only has one hit and scores two runs. With how stacked this offense is, you need to help your guy out on the mound. Blake Snell shouldn't be in his last seven games have under a two ERA and be one in three or one in four. If your guy is giving you six to seven innings of one run ball, you should win every single one of those. If not, you're not going to make playoffs. And with the Padres playing the way that they do behind Blake Snell or Joe Musgrove when they go out and had these outings, they won't make playoffs. And you know what sucks? Because Blake Snell has been pitching out of his mind. You know, we all were ready to be like, well, we really lost this trade against the Rays. But he's coming around. And, like, the most important time when the Padres need him the most, he's doing that. But the rest of the team is nowhere else to be found. No, it's it's definitely one of those things where it's like, finally, yes, he's been going. And then there's like a caveat to him balling out, which is, it's really unfortunate. And if we just want to look through his last three games, because I think you said he's the best, you know, he's been the, the best pitcher in baseball. I think he's been the best player in baseball the last couple of weeks. You look at his last three starts, he's allowed a combined four hits, struck out 31 batters in 21.2 innings. That's about as good as it could possibly be. Um, his last bad start, was against Oakland, which was one of the one of the last games I went to this year. And it was the game, it was the day game. I think I want to say it was Wednesday, and he got absolutely rocked. Um Padres lost that game. I think it might it was like a couple days before the trade deadline. It, it was the day where um the Yankees made a trade. The Yankees made some trade that day. I forget who it was. It was Gallo. It was the Gallo deal. Happened right after the game ended. Because everyone kind of thought the Potters were going to trade Hosmer for Gallo. Remember that whole thing? And then it was like everyone was like they, at, at the game they gave Hosmer a standing ovation. It was that one. <laughs> um, but this is a guy who since then has been a monster. And Isaac, you said you know early on in the year it felt like every time Darvish would pitch he would get the the dub. Unfortunately, it hasn't been like that when Snell has been even more dominant th- than Darvish was early on. Um, and this is one of those things where we were talking in the live stream and some people were a little bit skeptical, like, Hey, they got to start winning a lot. And we're like, I mean, that's true. They, they really do need to start winning a lot. Um, and then as time went on, it's just, you know, you look back on that, on that live stream we did and the people that were really concerned, I mean, they, I feel even more concerned now. Cause if you have a guy going <laughs> into a no hit bid into six and two thirds and you don't have a run against basically a bullpen game, like they're basically throwing two bullpen games. The Angels are the series, so it's frustrating. We've seen how up and down they are. Hopefully, they you know they get going again. But it's it's been really frustrating when your guys going out there shoving that well, just absolutely dominating, and then it's like, well, <laughs> that still didn't get it done. Because like if you're going seven and allowing two runs, you should win that game every single time. Yeah, one thing I gotta note is I think that. uh the win, the win stat in terms of pitchers, I think it's an overrated stat. Uh, now looking at it, you look at Julio Urias, I think he has 16 wins, but that doesn't mean he's the best pitcher on the Dodgers. 
Um, at one point earlier this year, I remember Joe Musgrove was like five and six, and he had like a high two, low three ERA. So he was pitching fantastic. And you look at Blake Snell right now, who in his past past four has a .71 ERA and is one and three. So um, I think that's a stat that shouldn't really go too much into a Cy Young running, uh, Cy Young conversation. Of course, it's going to be there, but um, it's important for Blake Snell to keep this going this deep into the season, especially when we're in such a tight playoff race, but it's not going to matter much if this offense isn't putting up any runs. Uh, Blake Snell's next start is Sunday against LA. I don't know who it will be against. either going to be against Kershaw or Urias, I believe. Um, Last I checked, it looks like it'll be for sure Urias, um, but it's still a possibility that it's Kershaw. So uh, it'll be big for for him to be able to keep them at bay while the Padres try and figure out something to put a run on the board because they've been struggling heavily. They struggled heavily against the Dodgers last time against those same exact pitchers. Um, their approach at the plate has been horrendous, but Blake Snell's pitching has been fantastic. So if there's you know a, like a if someone's been a star these past couple past couple weeks this past month, Blake Snell's been our best player. Been fantastic. So, you know, we said at the All Star break that we think he's going to have a second half turnaround, and he's done even more than that. He's been, he's been our best player. Yeah, all you can really look at is the offense and be like, "Wow, what is it? What is wrong with you guys? What is it going to take for you guys to finally get out of this slump that you guys have? Do you get individuals coming out of their slumps? It's just not enough for, to win one game. Like Tatis will hit really well one game, but it still won't be enough because it would be only like two runs. And you know what? Our starters will go six innings, zero earned runs, and then here comes Pecan out of the Pecan out of the bullpen for like the fifth day in a row, and you know, boom. Oh, wow. Three-run shot. Done. And you know what? He gave up a couple runs yesterday. We were already losing, but he still gave up a run yesterday. Like, I do not get Tingler's whole obsession with certain players in the bullpen and overusing them. Um, If I remember correctly, he said that he doesn't see the fatigue in the bullpen. In fact, some of the guys have been throwing better than they ever have, I think was one of his quotes within the last week. And proceeding to that, one of the players he mentioned was Pagan. He has been struggling his last few times out. So I think that's only, you know, irony that it's perfect irony. So, you know what? We're getting what we want out of our starters. It's just now the bullpen struggling and the offense is struggling. So, you know what? We just can't win. So, he said that about Pagan. Pagan is not. Yeah, Pagan he was saying, not look good lately. <laughs> I think he said that about the whole. He bullpen. said. No, he he specifically mentioned Pagan at one point. He said that his fastball was had more life to it, and he was doing good with his secondary pitches. I think it was after one of the games he struggled. He was like, "No, you know what? He he had a bad outing, but you know what? He looks really good right now." Dude, he's. Tingler's been saying some weird stuff lately. I'm not going to lie to you guys. He's like, hey, why do you put Tommy Pham hitting fourth if he's the worst best player at bringing guys in? He was like, I like the way he he swung the bat the other day. (laughs) He's been saying some interesting stuff. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty funny. Um, But Oh, my God, dude. That that just doesn't make any sense. Like, why – Pagan, like no, dude, he's been, and I think you're right. That's a, I think that's a lot of the reason why he's been he's allowed so many home runs this year. I think he's allowed nine or ten. 
it's a lot a lot um but it's always like oh i've seen pagan i feel like i've seen pagan four times this week five times this week and then like once you think that then it's like oh look another home run like that's how it's felt like this year whenever it's like damn they just pitched pagan way too much this team has seen him like three days in a row it's like well yeah that's not those are those aren't the situations that he's great in um but it, it has been interesting. The lineups have also been frustrating. Bottom line, though, Padres, Padres bats got to get going. They, they got to get going. There's not really anything else to it. Like, that's what has to happen. Um, but anything else you guys want to add? I, I will say I have one more thing to add, actually. I remember earlier in the year, we were really frustrated with Blake Snell early on. And we all kind of tempered our expectations and, you know, said, all right, let's wait a second. It's this, you know, he might not be the guy that we exactly thought he was. That's okay. Like the Potters can still with it. My expectations have now gone back up because because we've seen this Blake Snell, which is an amazing thing. I love when that when that happens. But that's that's all I got. Anything else you guys want to add? Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I was probably I want to say I was probably the harshest on Blake. Uh, <laughs> I remember at the All Star break, I was thinking, okay. I'm going to be optimistic. I think he's going to have a second half turnaround. I don't have any grounds, any stats, nothing to show. I just have a feeling. He's been fantastic, proving me wrong in every aspect, and I love, love, love to see it. That man has been on a tear. He Right now, I mean, other than Fernando, even he hasn't been that good lately, he's been my favorite player to watch easily. I love watching Snellzill on the bump, and I mentioned it in our chat. Whenever Blake is whenever Blake is pumping that, I mean, he hypes me up. He's fantastic to watch. He's so electric. And you saw last night at Petco when he was two outs, uh, he was like at six and two thirds innings, how everyone was getting up, you know, cheering, standing up because he was on the verge of another seven inning, um, no hitter, which was last time, which was what he had last time. Sorry. Um, but right now my favorite player to watch and I'm so happy to see it. I, I found the exact quote. So he said, where is it? I feel that I'm I don't really see the fatigue. Being able to add the two guys, it helps. The starting pitchers are getting on a roll and adding length to their games. I don't think much on the fatigue factor. Emilio Pagan has been as sharp and as good as anyone we've had. They had a couple of greats at bat against them Friday. This was four days ago. I mean, I don't feel like Pagan's been terrible. I think Pagan gets ripped probably more than he deserves. But that's just not a true statement. <laughs> like that he just has that's just not accurate. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, no, I I'm, I'm saying, man, Tingler's been saying some weird stuff. If you guys start paying attention, there'll be like one comment you're like, wait a second, he said that? Like that's, that's weird. But it's only been lately. It, he didn't do that well, early on in the last which one too. He's this team he's he's being driven insane. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think that's gonna do it for for today. Anything you guys don't have anything else? Okay, all right. Well, thank you all for listening. This is also coming out after the game, really different. We we mix up the start times, so that's that's why it's come out late. But we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Um, and go Padres. Hopefully, they win tonight.